0: I love that song. I have a particularly fond memory of flying across the country, just kind of kicking back with my headset on. And I, I we must have been going over some mountainous area with lots of snow, and it was probably during winter. And I just had that cranked up, and, you know, it's just such a nice feeling, and, you know, looking out my window. But, man, what about all the traffic problems that everybody's been having? I mean, not once has anybody brought up that the FAA is under the direct control of the federal government, and it's run by... Pete Buttigieg and my wife and I were talking about like, you know, why are people stranded? I get there were storms, but there's always been storms. I've never in my life ever heard of someone being stranded in New York City for a week. Because they can't get a flight out. How much of it has to do with pilots that were retired early because they didn't get COVID vaccine? Uh, the fact that they are uh, they don't have enough planes. Is that possible that they don't have enough planes? Why is that? Oh, that's right. They're being retrofitted for... 5G. So the government could have 5G everywhere. Uh, so there's things that it seems like we're not being told as to the real reasons why. There and, and I think it's just mismanagement. I, I don't think that the Department of Transportation in the United States is being run very well at this time. And I and I, and I know who to blame. I mean, you know, it gets tiresome. And, and what also is tiresome is watching Biden struggle every single day. It's, it's as if he uh, just wants to act the role. Uh, but if what they're saying is true and he's on a BPAP machine, not a CPAP, but a BPAP, it's a whole different thing. One is controlling your oxygen. The other is con- controlling the carbon dioxide that builds into your lungs. And you got to get rid of it. You could literally die. So if this guy's taking two-hour power naps, you know, in the day, what does that mean? You know, uh, forget about answering the phone at three in the morning. How about three o'clock in the afternoon? You know, so Tucker Carlson, who reached over 12 million people on Twitter who needs mainstream media. Somebody told me they think that within five years, cable will not exist. Nobody will have cable anymore. Do you believe that? Uh, Let's hope so, because right now I don't think there's anything on cable worth salvaging. So anyway, so the CPAP, BPAP, friend of mine says the, the, the marks on his face are more like a BPAP, not a CPAP, which is the more common to help keep your oxygen level low. And coming from a man who did not smoke, I mean, I don't think that Biden smoked cigarettes, did he? He smoked cigars? I don't think so. Not a drinker. But anyway, Tucker Carlson makes an observation about the very fact that he's getting older by the minute. Listen to this from his most recent Twitter. It's just an excerpt.
1: The people who control Joe Biden, Susan Rice, and the rest know they can continue to run our government, writing the press releases, formulating the policies, and they can do it effectively forever, as long as Joe Biden gets dressed in the morning. And of course, that's their strong preference. These are fervent opponents of change. But the one thing these people cannot control is aging. Joe Biden is old. He's 80 now. He'll be 85 at the end of the next term. People imagine that old age is a long, predictable progression from acuity to permanent unconsciousness. But often that's not at all how it actually works. When old people start to slide, they tend to slide fast. Joe Biden has begun that descent. Here he was yesterday. And here's what she wrote to me, and I quote, You can imagine my joy. She called them right away, and the next day they sent someone out to survey her yard. As Beth wrote, this is the best thing that's happened to rural America since the Rural Electrification Act brought electricity to farms in the 30s and 40s, end of quote. End of quote. You aren't supposed to hear that. Joe Biden read the stage directions out loud. That's like eating the garnish that comes with your entree. You're supposed to know not to do that. Joe Biden no longer does. In a year or two, he will be gone completely, and there will be no hiding it. At that point, the Democratic Party will face a secession problem. If Joe Biden is reelected next year and then forced to leave office during his term due to disability or death, that means Kamala Harris will become president of the United States. And nobody wants that, not even her husband. So logic suggests there's gonna be a change. It's gonna have to be somebody else. And whoever that person is, is gonna have to enter the race soon, before the election, after Biden drops out. Who could that person be? But we do know whoever that is will have to have two essential criteria. He'll have to be as shallow, ruthless and transactional as Joe Biden is. And he'll need to have flattery skills that are so polished and advanced, they'd be considered superior even in the Saudi royal court. And there's only one man in modern America who fits that description. Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, and perhaps not coincidentally, Joe Biden's new closest friend. And if you want
0: to see what America can look like under a Gavin Newsom presidency, look no further than California. Really. I mean, I grew up in L.A. I grew up in California. My career, most of my life was in California. And I had to leave it because I couldn't afford to live there. Couldn't afford to raise a family. Starting price for a home 10, 20 years ago was over $300,000. So, and it's mostly due to the government that has to run that state. It's the homeless population uh, capital uh, pre-COVID. I, uh, when COVID was first emerging, I said, this is going to destroy California. It's going to destroy it. And it's destroying it. And most of it under Gavin Newsom's watch. So the Democrats have this planned out because Gavin, and by the way, Tucker wasn't the first one to make that point. I made that point several months ago in one of my blogs That Gavin Newsom was being groomed, even though he doesn't check off very many of the boxes. But at this point, it's not about boxes. It's about getting the right guy in office that can be controlled by the deep state and will do what the deep state wants him to do in order to have his political career planned out for him. And it seems like the Democrats are pretty confident, but they have to have a plan B, I would say, And I don't think that uh, most people are aware of how much damage Gavin Newsom has inflicted, but his policy on protecting pedophiles is pretty apparent. He signed not one but two bills that protect uh, uh, pedophilia and widens the the scope of who can have sex with minors to 16 as long as the minor consents. And they're passing rules every day. They've made uh, Gavin Newsom has made his state a sanctuary state where anybody can come in from anywhere and they will immediately get hooked up with a transgender, transgender specialist and you're off to the races. Imagine if he tried to implement that plan on a, on a national level. Imagine what that would do. He wants to eliminate all uh, com, uh, emission vehicles by 2030. Good luck with that. There's 150 million cars in California he's already uh, attempted to decimate the uh, the trucking industry by making uh trucks zero emission free that's a whole lot of battery you have to dig up to power those 18 wheelers and what else what else was gavin newsom famous for um high taxes he's a, he's a big believer in uh, freeway tax consumption tax anything that targets the middle class he's for uh he plays uh, to the left big climate change guy. So you know that that's going to be his main agenda. And he's also the governor of a state that has taken the first initial steps towards reparation of black Americans. So this guy's checking off a lot of the democratic, uh, left, uh, boxes on the wish list. None of it good for American citizens, mind you. Uh, and he's a yes man. He'll do whatever his consortium tells him to do. The dark chamber. He's a dark chamber president but he looks good. He's got that nice Eddie Munster hair and who knows, uh, you know, maybe he'll end the war in Ukraine. I doubt it. A story came across last week, really got my goat all week. been hearing this audio tape of Trump boasting about how he could dis- disqualify this and disqualify that and that how he, uh, he proved himself to violate, you know, felonies, the funny part is that audio tape that they were playing, which was pointed out to me by the folks over at PJ media. And it's what the media in, in general hasn't been telling you because you've been hearing the story, the audio tapes have been playing on all the major news media. And you know what the truth is that audio wasn't even part of the indictment of the 31 indictments that uh, former president Trump is facing that particular piece of audio that was playing all day last week continues to be used, continues to be reused every time they bring up, bring up Trump. And that wasn't even part of the indictment. So why were they airing something that had nothing to do with the indictment? Seems kind of strange to me. You know, I, uh, one of the reasons that I, I think I started to go into the, towards being a conservative, because I was a pretty bright eyed liberal when I was young mostly because the liberal chicks were cuter, if you really want to know the truth. Uh, I didn't meet too many conservative, you know, teenagers and college, or not teenagers, but adults in college, young adults. And they certainly weren't hanging out at the bars where I was on a Friday night gigging. But it, it occurred to me about the time that I started reading about, well, I think the first introduction is I actually took the time, I took a history class, American history, in college, and I read Common Sense, Thomas Paine's Common Sense. And, uh, and you know, this is Independence Week where we celebrate. And I think the thing about it was that when, when Thomas Paine wrote Common Sense, he was, uh, he was working with Ben Franklin in the printing shop in Philadelphia. And what he said then still holds true today. And what it holds true is eventually he realized, Thomas Paine, and distributed this and it caught like fire became a bestseller was he realized that if, if Britain wasn't going to, if Americans didn't take care of themselves and there was a void of leadership or rulership that eventually America is going to have to take care of itself or someone else will. And we're at that someone else will now because it's no longer a government of the people for the people and by the people. It's simply the government and we're supposed to follow everything that they want us to do without question. And that's where we're headed right now. So I want to thank you for stopping by. I hope that you have a continued great week and I hope you're enjoying some time with the people you love. Until next time, I'm Jr. and this is Speaking Out America.